0: Mm, 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 mm,
1: episode 0. Alright, that was way worse than I thought it was going to be. Um, Welcome all listeners to Episode 0 of A Shot at Life. So I'm your host, co-host, Steven, along with my other co-host, Victor. And we have a guest for our special, special Episode 0 introductory to the podcast, Miss Erin Louder. Erin is the only girl friend that we have, so she has been hand selected to join us on the podcast. True. So, one of the things we're going to start off um, with this podcast is uh, we have a couple topics, a little couple random topics that we're going to be talking about. And this week, we're sipping on good old fashioned Wild Turkey 101. And if you don't know about Wild Turkey 101, it's one of the cheaper bourbon whiskeys on the market. And we're going to see if it's as bad as people say it is. So, Vic, if you can. All right. Oh, Jesus. Okay. And I'm not much of a whiskey drinker, so this is going to be a change for me. It's strong. It's actually not as bad as I thought it might be.
0: The force is strong with this one. We'll be deleting that. Is that a violation of copyright? (laughs) Did I violate copyright? Sure you had to air quote it.
1: Anyways, so one of the things that I was thinking about today is opinions and how well you know we all have opinions about certain subjects, but are we required to have a an opinion or a stance on everything? What do you guys think?
2: Um I would say no. There are some topics that people just don't care about. And yeah I'm one of those people who doesn't care about certain things like um, sports, yeah, I'm not really too keen on well, there are certain sports um like like soccer,
1: yeah, but you but don't keep like, up with the actual but I have an um, opinion about the sport itself, sure, okay um, now you have an opinion on high school or professional or like the ethics to the game, like all that sort of stuff. Um, would you say your opinion goes that far? What what type of opinion would you have on a sport?
2: Um, well I guess I'll use soccer for an example. Um I played soccer from the time that I was five until I was eighteen. And in my opinion so I played like competitive soccer, um, traveled a lot. Right. Had tryouts, all that kind of stuff. Um but I had one coach in particular who Between all the, like, trainings that we had, we had special trainings with um, elite soccer players, like Wake Forest University soccer coach, we had trainings with him, Um, but it was never, my actual coach never made it about, like, we have to win, we have to be the best. Um, He mostly made it about, like, molding us into people, or into good individuals, and I think that's what sports do for younger children um but as far as professional soccer goes like I have to say the men's soccer league um they're a bunch of pansies
1: okay they fall on the ground all right all the let time. me cut you off real quick <laughs> so I agree with you in that sports can be a tool for developing people um giving them some sort of like perseverance that they can go through or um maybe some hardships and like even even um, you know giving them opportunity to train and and work have have a little bit of work ethic too so that's that is definitely like a good thing that sports brings to the table um and to bring it back to i guess what my original point was that i think in this climate that we're in now we're inclined to have an opinion on everything even even if we're not educated in that certain topic and that's something that i was i've, I've been curious about is that you may not be educated in something, but you still feel like you have an opinion about something. And that's not yourself, but <clears throat> it seems like that's kind of the way things have been recently.
2: Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I would agree.
1: And so uh, for me, it, it begs a question of like, what, I guess, what are we allowed to do? or like, Are we allowed to not have an opinion on certain things or should we feel obligated to have an opinion? And should we have, more of a obligation to go out and learn about these issues that, you know, quite frankly, we don't all have time for.
2: I don't think that there's necessarily an obligation. Um, but I think that like knowledge is power. And if you're going to, um, discuss a certain topic, then you should be knowledgeable about it before you start throwing things out there. Um, and we say that on politics nowadays, um, case in point Donald Trump um but I just think that there's no obligation like you can't force someone to research things and then talk about it but as a good reflection on themselves I think that they should be knowledgeable about topics that they speak on
0: I think even when people say they don't have opinions one they're allowed that's I don't think that's a for debate I think it's totally fair to have an opinion or to not have an opinion whether or not you have knowledge on the subject. Next. Is, do
1: you think that's really fair?
0: That they don't have an opinion?
1: No, no. I'm, I'm saying do you think that... I'm, I'm not taking the right away from anyone from having an opinion, but I mean, it's I think it's a fair my argument to opinion, say that the opinion doesn't hold much weight.
0: Yes. My opinion is that it's stupid if you're uneducated on a topic to have an opinion and to hold that opinion. If you become educated on the topic and you still just deny, 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 and keep your same opinion, then that's a problem. But if you have an opinion on a topic without being educated on a topic, become educated on the topic, your opinion may change. And that's the point of becoming educated on opinions. I think
1: a large issue is that people are so heavily rooted in a belief system um, and that doesn't have to be a religious belief system but it could be some sort of system that they were brought up you know by their parents or their grandparents some morality that trickled down to them as they grew up and so they feel like they you know they're rooted in these beliefs and that's that leads to their opinion whether they're substantiated or not um, and I'll use gay marriage as an example just because I know a I guess very religious individuals who do not support gay marriage, or even, or I guess would go as far as disavow gay marriage. And that's, you know, strictly as it relates to um, religion. And so they don't accept that. Rather than having their own opinion on the matter, you know, they're heavily
0: relying on the religion that they live in. That is true i agree that they're not actually thinking for themselves and forming their own opinions their opinions are based on the thoughts of others and the guidance of others whether it be religion or like you said the way they're brought up in or or what whatever but i mean specifically i think it's like you know you have to be willing to listen to all sides many sides of the story it's I mean, if we're going to go down the gay marriage path, being raised Roman Catholic, it's not necessarily something that was talked about or discussed or supported in our household. But growing up in that culture also made me realize that it's, there's more out there. You know, I felt that Catholicism specifically, not to bash it or anything, but it was one of those conforming religions where you kind of got caught up in everything. And, you know, one day I was sitting in mass and I was like, why the heck are we kneeling? Like, why is that a thing? Why is this necessary? Because it's an NFL football game. Right. And so, (laughs) I mean, it's that free thought that comes into play where like, you know, I've grown up around different cultures and different attitudes and people who are gay and people who are straight. And, you know, they're still at the root of it, people. And so that's kind of the approach I've taken with it. I may not necessarily agree from it, agree with it from a certain standpoint. It's not my lifestyle but it's something that like who am i to tell two people they're not allowed to get married
1: right and it's not that you have to go out there and wave wave a flag around and and be out there with them you know if that's if that's your sort of thing you know feel free to do that i'm saying that giving someone that right or giving have, having that opinion doesn't necessarily make you right or wrong um but another another thing that i wanted to bring up is like you know we're talking about, you know, someone who would believe what the church tells them to, to believe. I think, if I'm correct, the Pope has accepted or—they accepted gay marriage, right, for Catholicism? I it looks like he really likes this wild turkey. I do not
0: like this wild turkey, but yes.
1: So that's something that—and this is another odd conversation for you to go a little bit deeper into that— is that you have people who are Catholics who— don't agree with that still despite the pope being okay with that sort of and so it it really makes me wonder is like what (laughs) if we're going down that road is is what are you believing in your religion and how is what is widely accepted and but that's that's a whole different subject another thing i wanted to touch on was that the people that believe what their religion tells them what their group group think tells them to believe but would could you say the same thing on the other side where you don't do any research on your own but then you're heavily relying on an article that you read about something and so your opinion is deep in into a certain position because you're you favored some sort of scientist or some sort of journalist over something else and so now your belief is whatever they put out and then you're you know you're making your opinion based off of maybe some sort of argument that was made whether that be true or not does that make any sense
0: yeah it's just a, a vetting process.
1: And then that, you know, that also builds up to, again, how much work do I need to do to figure out if I'm having an educated opinion
0: about something? True. Because... That's a great question.
1: And that's and that's why I wanted to bring this up. We all feel obligated to have an opinion on a lot of things. We don't have to necessarily have an opinion on everything, as you guys are saying, but even whenever we try to have an educated opinion, is how do we even know that it's a good stance or the right stance, and I guess... There isn't a right or wrong because it is your you option don't. to pick.
0: You don't. And then it comes down to like, it's not even personal beliefs at a point. It's likes and dislikes. It's just you. It, that it's, it's you. It's yours. It is your opinion. I like uh, curling, watching curling. Yes. I think it's an interesting sport. Some people probably don't even consider it a sport. Is that the sport where they use swiffers? Yes, basically. <laughs> Sweepers but i mean it's just it's as simple as that it's not even whether or not you're educated it's more of an interest thing at some points too
1: right um i mean something i was thinking today though was that someone could say why don't we just cut nasa spending what do they even do space right i mean i know they're in and i'm the pretty sure program.
0: i'm pretty sure they already have cut nasa spending
1: yeah they have, and. I think I wonder, there was some article the other day that said that they that NASA generates revenue for the government. Don't know the truth of that. Don't know why or how. But for the sake of the argument, let's say that they do. So someone who's not educated on NASA says, NASA's silly. What the hell are we doing in space anyways? We live on Earth. And that's an ed- uneducated person's perspective. You get educated on it. You find out, okay, they're making a little bit of money for the government. And they're also giving us the opportunity to see what other planets are out there that we could inhabit or figure out a way to to uh terraform mars maybe that's would that be nasa would that nasa do that sure okay so then your your opinion changes on that
0: it just blows my mind and i'm not sure if it's a meme out there somewhere but it's like why are we not spending money on this or why are we not investing in this or why are we not doing this All of the research that has gotten funding taken away from it, whether it be NASA or alternative fuel sources or anything like that, that's attempting to progress society. It's just, I don't understand how people can have an opinion other than the direction that the world is moving. It just doesn't make sense to me. You can bring all kind of education to me and scholarly articles about fossil fuels, That's not the way of the future. I don't care how many articles you have and that you personally paid for to get published because it's crap, in my opinion. We're moving toward renewable resources. That's not renewable. So we need to start funding this stuff. And it just blows my mind that people can have opinions otherwise.
1: Yeah, and and, I mean, that's probably a lot of... or a lack of um, education in those subjects.
0: These people who are responsible for the funding, are educated. They're educated people, but they don't want to see the other side of the story. They're also heavily invested. They're making huge dollar amounts off of fossil fuels, and so they don't want to see it go.
1: I mean, I totally agree with you. These are people who are, who knows... 50 60 years old making millions and millions billions
0: they basically are fossil fuels <laughs> yeah but i
1: think maybe that's even part of the problem is that they're so old that they know they're going to die soon and they're still making money off of it so why do they care what happens in the future because they're living in the here and now and these are probably narcissistic or sociopaths they have kids.
0: i realize that them making money now is definitely helping their kids in the future right but what if they don't have an earth
1: <laughs> again do you think they really care because if these people are the ones that are forcing or subjecting other people to, I guess, dangerous living conditions, then why do they even care about what their kids are going to do whenever they grow up? They probably don't. Selfish. Exactly. But, you know, when you bring up that topic about renewable energy sources, I think that's a pretty good point that even if even if you don't believe in global warming, I mean, put that whole argument aside because I know that that can be, that can be a – Source subject for a lot of people even like the use of fossil fuels in, in heavily populated areas you know the introduction or introduction of smog into a metropolitan area that increases like health risks even if it doesn't affect climate change switching over to a renewable energy source lowers that lung cancer risk that you would get from burning fossil fuels in, in the air and then having all those people subject to that sort of Those gases in the air but that's something that's not really discussed i mean you just hear the argument that you know the earth is changing the weather's changing or the not the weather but the uh temperature is changing on the earth but just make another argument that you know people are getting hurt from the air yep that's it
0: (laughs) so i think that's a pretty good segue good transition especially given the topic tonight of opinions To a recurring segment that we're going to have on the podcast called Toilet Talk. Toilet Talk. (laughs) I just need to have like a (laughs) fart
1: noise playing.
0: (laughs) 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 So in this segment, which is a little more lighthearted, but also very serious, we discuss different topics related to toilets and bathrooms and how everybody has a different way of going about setting theirs up or using devices within the bathrooms, and so um, today, for example, I think we're going to discuss when you're a guest at someone else's house and you're using the powder room or the bathroom, and there is a small amount of toilet paper left. Do you, what do you do? Do you you need it? So do you use all of it? Do you not tell anybody afterward? Do you try and locate a spare roll? Do you talk to the owner of? I the, think
1: that's the biggest thing. You got. House? You have to play. You have to have a contingency plan. I mean, right?
0: the first tactic is use as little as possible. And if you leave one strip on there, you leave one strip on there. You left you can, some for some. else. You someone can always else. wash your hands.
1: I'm not trying to say get it on your hands. I'm just saying that like by your by your logic as That's in gross. use a sheet at a time. That's gross. Yeah.
0: The hands do not come into play. Okay.
1: So we're doing no hands. And
0: you don't want to not wipe, though. Right. I mean, you got to... You got to do what you got to so, do. So,
1: well, you're saying if you run out of toilet paper and you can't wipe anymore because you don't have any more toilet paper well, and you don't want to go in your hand. That's not
0: exactly what I'm saying. What, what yeah, I'm no, saying, you're saying is... What is your plan of attack? Plan of attack for I, alerting the homeowner.
1: I think when you start running low, you get like one of those like your batteries at 5% type lows. Mm-hmm. Don't use up to 5% just yet. You might have to make a phone call to your mom to come pick you up. <laughs> that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So, I would locate... If possible, you know, with your pants around your ankles, waddle to the local toilet door uh, cabinet and see if there's toilet paper in there. I think that's number one. Fair. Or, I'll say it or, if they have tissues next to the toilet, which a lot of people do have tissues in the bathroom along with toilet paper. Very so true. I think Very that's true. your that's your plan of attack right there.
2: I just use it all and then I look for an extra roll. And then that's a bad choice. If there are no extra rolls, then I just tell the owner of the house that. I While use you're wall sitting
1: on the, the toilet. toilet. paper. No, we're saying. No, I mean I use no.
2: the I strategically use all of what is on the roll. If there's one square, then I will locate another roll or ask.
1: Right. Well, first. I think the issue is you're running dangerously low. And you need, you must get more, or else.
2: Oh, if you must get more. Yeah, you can't. You can't. Oh, fulfill your... I won't even go to the bathroom. I'll just ask for an extra roll.
0: Well. Look, no. No. Look, no. no then ask. You're look not first. Smart. Okay. I. I agree. Like
2: you walk into the bathroom, look at the toilet paper roll. Sure. Measure Who does that? the amount. I do.
1: You do that every time. Yeah. Never do that.
2: That's because you're unprepared.
1: Well, we're just saying in this circumstance. You have to go, no matter what. Like, mm-hmm. we're talking, like, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be messy. What do you do after you sit down and you realize that there's not enough to finish?
2: After you have already gone.
0: After you've already gone. No return. Is, is this part of your life? Past the point of no return.
2: You use everything that's on the roll. Mm-hmm. You look to find... An extra roll, mm-hmm. and then you somehow contact the owner if there's not enough.
1: Are you going to text them? So you're going, yeah. I mean. You
2: either text or you yell.
1: Oh, you're going to yell I mean, at someone like You while got you're a house full of toilet. people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I We're mean, just not-
1: going to keep adding on until until you give us the answer we want to hear.
0: As a homeowner. This not the
1: original question. <laughs> well, the original question was implied that you pooped. but... I,
0: I just want everyone to know that as a homeowner, I try to keep everything stocked. Minimum one extra roll. Yeah, you're not going to need one. More than one roll, and all the bathrooms have Kleenex in them. So there's option two, mm-hmm. option yeah. three. Baby there's wipes. oh, I do, I do have baby you can wipes. Carry in, baby wipes, uh, wipes around with you. I have butt wipes, and I think all three bathrooms. You have them as sure. well. Yeah. So yeah, that's they, uh, it. Really there you cleans go.
1: it up, you know. And if so. worse
2: comes to worse use a paper towel.
1: There's not going to be paper towels in the bathroom.
2: I keep paper towels in my bathroom. <laughs> I don't believe it. I think most people, or a lot of people do. <laughs>
1: paper really? towels? Like the rough paper reasons. towels?
2: Yes, because, I mean, when you're cleaning your bathroom, you don't want to have to walk all the way around the house. All
1: the way around the house? That's I use rags. Literally 10 steps from your bathroom. Bleach, rags,
0: not. gloves. Sometimes it's 11.
1: I, I'm just saying...
2: I yeah. keep paper towels under my kitchen sink, under my or in my bathroom, in cabinets. I have them all over the place.
0: That's, that's probably what my mom does. I haven't discovered all of her stashes, but she goes through more paper towels than anyone I've ever met. <laughs> Maybe it's because she keeps them in the bathroom.
1: Oh, um, are we done with this segment?
0: That's been Toilet Talk. Great. Cause- Please write in with your opinions.
1: Yeah, tell <laughs> us what you think about you know, what would you do if we'll you'll post had to it poop? to the poll of the day. Sure. That with the amazing burby burb I can't even say it, bourbon that we tried today. Amazing. Yeah, sarcasm. <laughs> gobble gobble. <laughs> so so the other thing I want to bring up, uh you started you said something about your mom and like toilet not toilet paper, paper but tiles, um, paper, paper. towels. Did your parents ever just and by parents, your mom. Did your mom ever clean the house and then she just basically hid everything that you ever owned? Yeah. No. No?
2: Because no? I did the cleaning.
1: Okay. Well, she made. Well, I had two
2: brothers too, so the three of us, we were in charge of cleaning.
1: And your mom didn't clean the house?
2: I mean, she did, but she didn't touch our stuff. She would load all of our stuff into our bedrooms and make us put it away.
1: I can appreciate that. Now, my mom... Well, I think because she knew that no one was going to go clean it, she would clean it herself, and she would put it wherever she knew it, it would be. And so we would have stuff that we knew where it was at hanging around the house. Later in the afternoon, house is cleaned. Don't know where my shoes are at.
0: It's like we lived in the same house. <laughs> yep. It's well, amazing. I know that when your mom... Not totally surprising.
1: You know, when your mom has has visited, there have been some things that I've lost
0: for a a certain period of time she she had (laughs) those were eaten (laughs) Uh, (laughs) she had this saying that she took from something i don't know if it was a book or whatever but a place for everything and everything in its place something along those lines and so she would always put things in places that she thought they belonged but meanwhile you and i and aaron and whoever else live our own lives and those lives may be somewhat of an organized mess mess Mm -hmm. some sort of organized chaos and so you know exactly where things are it may not be where you would a normal person would think they are but you know where they are and so when a third party aka ma Mm -hmm. comes in to clean and she puts things where she thinks they need to go it's just just wrong
1: maybe they think it's like a nice little easter egg hunt you get to find your things all over again
2: you're like secretly watching with a glass of wine and some popcorn <laughs>
1: <laughs> she has like a tracker on all your devices <laughs> she knows or she's finding or she's trying to find a reason for you to come talk to her
0: mm. no no yeah i don't think so really
1: no okay no. maybe it's just like it's just me i
0: don't really because she would always get like annoyed when you would ask her A lot of times, and this happens a lot. Maybe she
1: secretly liked it. though.
0: Specifically with, like, things I would have at home that were, like, my personal food items or, like, whatever. And they would be in specific parts of the pantry, and then I'd go in, and they would be organized into their food groups, and I'd have no idea where they are. And I'd say, Mom, where's this? And she would say, Why don't you move some stuff and find it? And so it's like I would move one thing, and there it would be. But... (laughs) It's just like she would be annoyed with me, that I was asking her where she moved things to.
2: My mom was the same. She would get annoyed, um, if we asked because her response would be, "Well, if it was in the right place to begin with, then you wouldn't be asking me this question." So but
0: there's our opinion again. What is the yeah, right what place? What is the right place? <laughs> Everybody's different. Mom,
1: subjectively reasonable. You could be, yeah, mom. You could be completely wrong about what you think the right place is.
0: Can I not have an opinion on that?
1: Yeah think. (laughs) But I do. Well, we looped that back around. And I think that's it for the night, for the day, for whatever time of day you're listening to this podcast. Um, We hope you enjoy us ranting about, you know, random stuff. And if you look forward to hearing some more about this, you know you can catch us on our website, myshotoflife.com. We have a Twitter and Instagram handle, at myshotoflife. We'll have a YouTube page up and... Be able to find us wherever podcasts can be found. Hope you have a good rest of your day. Cheers.
0: See you.